Good morning, Trisha. It is April 9th, and this is Saturday, and this is the Seeing Beautiful Again devotion by Lisa Turkhurst. It starts off with a letter from Lisa. Dear friend, we have today, even with all the ups and downs and unexpected situations, it's a gift, such a precious gift. Loss teaches us that and gives us a new way to see, a new way to be. Wrap your arms around someone you love and savor the privilege of saying, I am so grateful you're here right now. I love you to the moon and a million times more. And then do it again. Let things get a little messy and see it as rich evidence of life. Let things get a little loud and listen as if it's the most beautiful melody. Let things be a little silly sometimes and dare to giggle and play along. And throw confetti just to celebrate an ordinary life. After all, each day is truly extraordinary in its own little way. Number 25. Higher perspective in present realities. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29.11 Long-suffering isn't a word I want to be part of my story. It means having or showing patience despite troubles. And I don't particularly want troubles to begin with, let alone for any extended period of time. Thankfully, today's passage of scriptures offers us encouragement for when we're not sure we can endure our season of suffering for one more second. In Jeremiah 29, the children of Israel got news from the prophet Jeremiah that they were going to be held in captivity for ba- by Babylon for 70 years. Think about how long 70 years is. If we had to go to prison today for 70 years, the most of us, that would mean we'd probably die in captivity. 70 years feels impossibly long, incredibly unfair, and horribly hard. It would seem like a lifetime of hardship without a lifeline of hope. But here is what God told the people of Israel. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. This is the scene and the setting where we go when we, we, where we then get these familiar and glorious promises I love to cling to. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. God is assuring his people that his thoughts and intentions toward them are fixed and established. His plans are for their welfare, not for hurt. His sure and steady promise is one of restoration. But he also reminds them of what they must do as they await the fulfillment of his promise. They need to call on him. They need to intentionally and wholeheartedly seek him. When we seek God, we see God. When we don't see his physical form, but we see him at work and can start to see more of what he sees. Trust grows. If our hearts are willing to trust him, he will entrust to us more of his perspective. If we want to see him in our circumstances and see his perspective, we must seek him, his ways and his word. That's where we find his good plans and promises for hope and a future. If we find ourselves in an incredibly disappointing place, a place we don't want to be, it's easy to start feeling that some of God's good plans don't apply to us. 
We can even lapse into the mentality that we somehow slipped through the cracks of God's good plans. But the truth is, God is closer than we often realize. Like I've stated before, he sees things we don't see and he knows things we don't know. He has a perspective from where he is that allows him to see all things, the past, the present, and the future. From the day we were conceived to the day we breathe our last breath, and even beyond that into eternity, he declares he is our rescuer. He is the one who will sustain us, and he is more than able to bring his plans to pass. All these things were true for the Israelites, and they're true for us. For the Israelites, the news that they... (coughs) would be in captivity for 70 years was absolutely was an absolute reality but the truth that god had a good plan and purpose not to harm them but to give them a future and a hope that promise was very much in process all the while they were in captivity don't rush past that last sentence too quickly god's promises for you in are in the process as well right now even in circumstances you can't see any evidence of good yet just remember not yet doesn't mean not ever Let's cry out to him in the midst of our suffering. Let's earnestly seek him and ask him to look, to help us look at our circumstances through the lens of the certainty and who he is, even when we are uncertain about how things will work out. We are not forgotten. Our long suffering won't seem nearly as long and nearly as painful when we know God's perspective is to use every single second of our suffering for good. Father God, thank you for reminding me I can trust you in the waiting. Thank you for being present even in these moments. I know you will carry me through, and I trust you in the process. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.